Welcome to the Foot Model Podcast. I'm your host and foot model, Mimi Footnip, along with Cute Webbies. Hey, Cute Webbies. Hey, Mimi. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. All things yeah. considered. Yeah. All things considered. I know. We have a lot of catching up to do. Um, and we also have a super awesome guest this week. Can you guess who it is? I have no idea. And you wouldn't tell me. So I'm like anxiously <laughs> waiting to know. It's a surprise. Yay! So uh, Miss Piggy Toes is going <gasps> to talk to us this week about Yay! socks. And awesome. selling socks and worn items. So, yay. I know. I'm super excited to talk to her. Yeah, I'm excited to hear from her. I, this is an episode I've been, like, really waiting for and hoping for. So, I'm stoked that this is the one. Yay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is the one. It's happening. I And and I, I know you originally had suggested we do an episode on socks and, and worn items. And so, in brainstorming, we thought, oh. Miss Piggy Toes, she's our sock girl. She does lots of socks, and I just can't wait to hear from her more about that because I don't really do any um, socks um, type stuff, you know, like physical products. Okay. Do you have any experience doing that, like doing socks or? or I I have a lot of I've sold a few like worn items. I've sold uh, a few pairs of socks, uh, like a little pair of nylon socks. Um, I've sold some flip flops. Uh, I haven't sold any larger shoes, um, or and that's that's kind of where I'm at. I'm I'm open to selling shoes and socks uh, if anybody's flip interested. Flops. <laughs> yeah. Flip flops, yeah. So you've yeah. sold actual shoes. I've had requests for flip flops and shoes, but I'm just so far unwilling to part with any of them (laughs) (laughs) it is hard to like you know if somebody asked for a certain pair I'd be like no you can't have those like (laughs) these are priceless to me (laughs) so yeah yeah I don't know like I've huh okay so when you when you did sell um, flip-flops was it like you just put them in the mail and off they go yeah, so I was actually, um, <laughs> I, I that was my first time, like, really doing any kind of worn item, so I was super unsure of what to do, but thankfully, um, the person who I was buying from was very knowledgeable, and uh, he actually gave me some tips of how to send it. Um, so okay. basically, what I did is I got a, um, if you go to USPS, they have these um, padded envelopes. And, mm-hmm. um, they're not like, it's really not that expensive. Like I think to ship the flip flops, gosh, it maybe cost me like a little, like 10 bucks or under 10 bucks. You know, it wasn't, it was really not bad to send them on my end. Um, and of course you should factor that into how much you charge, you know, but, uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. Shipping. Yeah. But right. stuff like socks can be even less because they, they weigh virtually nothing, but yeah, I, I think it's best to do the padded envelope. And if you go with, um, at least here in the United States, if you go with USPS, uh, you get like a tracking number, which is great. Um, and you get, you know, the, I don't know, it makes me feel more secure than just like kind of packaging, packaging them myself and writing an address on it and trying that method, you know? Yeah. Well, and you're supporting the United States Postal Service. So that's, <laughs> a, that's like a win, right? I mean, True. that's good. I feel like with socks anyway, in my limited understanding that part of the the reason that someone would want 
a model's socks is because they want that aroma, the odor of the socks, right? So is that part of the thing with shoes too? Like you get that like flip-flop smell or that foot smell in your shoe? Is that part of the the fetish or is that, I, I don't know, I guess I'm wondering like do you have to seal up your shoes in like a plastic bag or you just stick them in the envelope and off they go? I, yeah, I did, you know, bag, um, I bag my stuff usually socks or the, the, the time I did sell those flip flops. Um, I bag stuff up and try to get it as airtight as I can and whatnot. Um, I know that Abby has a really legit way of doing it. I don't know. It looks like she like vacuum seals it. I don't, I don't even know, but her packaging method is amazing. So I can't wait to hear how she does it, but, um, I'm a, I'm a little more basic, you know, I got like the Ziploc bags and I can make them as airtight as I can by squeezing out the air. But I do think with the shoe people, just based on the feedback I received about the flip-flops, I think people mm-hmm. like to see your foot imprints as well. Yes, you know? toe prints, sole yeah. prints. Yes, yes, that's definitely a thing. Like, um, I know, like, in a lot of my videos, I've had, like, custom custom videos that I've had requests for that, like, specifically wearing a pair of shoes that has, like, sole and toe prints and, like, make sure that it... It's visible, like take the shoe off and show the the sole print and the toe print in the shoe. That's a thing. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Even in my own mind, it's like that is kind of a beautiful thing if you think about it, like that you have this well-loved pair of shoes that it has your actual shape of your foot imprinted into it, like like, kind of like a mattress that gets, you know, your body shape imprinted into it over time, you know. Yeah. There's something kind of cool. Yeah. 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 Well, it kind of has your own, you know, it's like from your, your gait, you know, the way you Uh walk and where you, where your foot puts pressure in the shoe and it kind of molds to your foot and um, yeah, take, goes on journeys (laughs) with you. I mean, some of the shoes that I have, I'm like, I wouldn't want to sell these shoes. These shoes have been to like, you know, a couple of different continents with me. Like oh, I've, I know. you know, I've traveled all over in these shoes. Like these are my shoes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I get um, that. Yeah. And I have some socks that I actually don't know if I could get the same pattern again. Um, and so I wouldn't sell them. I have these socks that have the Matterhorn on them and I just love them so much. And they're so wool. cool. They're like wool thigh high, uh, you know, knee high socks. They're they're darn tough. They're incredible. Um, and then the Matterhorn on them. Yes. And I would never part with them, like because yeah. they are, you know, I don't know if I could find that pattern again. So I'm, yeah. Those are. <laughs> that's my one holdback is the those the Matterhorn socks. Yeah. If they get a hole, would you darn them? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry. I would, you know. <laughs> I would try I would be so sad if they got old you'd have to darn them yeah yes darn your darn your darn tough socks well so we both kind of had an exciting week this week I had a birthday and you started a new job so how's that going you know it's going good so far it's it's one of those things you know it'll I'll probably feel a lot better once I'm uh once I know what I'm doing but you know how things are overwhelming at first. It's like being a new foot <sighs> model and you're like, what the yeah. hell is going on? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I really hate that feeling of, of, um, 
like feeling kind of incompetent or not like, yeah. you know, like not in control and not knowing what's up. Like, oh, it's yeah. just such an, that uncertainty and kind of anxiety in the pit of your stomach of like, oh God, what's happening? What's next? I have to remember all these people's names, like new coworkers. <laughs> yeah, it is really fun. <laughs> remember all this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, I hope that, you know, as the days pass, you get settled and get comfy in your, in your new your new job and well, thank you it's exciting yeah 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 and how was your um, birthday oh my birthday so um it's kind of funny the last time that I went to a restaurant was with like my uh, like a lot of my family extended relatives cousins and whatnot and we went to a restaurant um last year and then like after that it was like I was the last person that had a real birthday in my family everyone else had COVID birthdays you know and so my my mom said to me this year well you got your COVID birthday this year (laughs) (laughs) so I um yeah it wasn't like a really exciting celebration but um I went over to my mom's in my jeep so I jeeped over there drove (laughs) along the coast along the beach um, and I got some takeout sushi. So we had a real, I haven't had sushi in like ages because, you know, I don't you know. You can't make COVID. that at home like, unless you're like a chef. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've tried making sushi at home and it, and it falls apart. I'm not very good oh. at it. So, um, I, we got sushi and then, um, my cousin who lives around the corner from my mom, um, I picked her up in my Jeep and we went to Dairy Queen drive through. We rumbled through the Jeep and we got strawberry sundaes. <laughs> oh my God. And went down to the beach and ate our sundaes. And um, so that was like my little COVID birthday. My cousin is a, a first grade teacher and she just got her um, vaccine. So oh, she's. Nice. Cause so that was like the first time I actually hung out with her since my birthday last year. So it had been a year that we haven't really, um, socialized. We had like wave at each other, you know, social distance waving oh and stuff, yes. but it was the first time we, um, really got to sit in a car together and go someplace. So, um, well, that sounds yeah, like a so great day. It was like the simple things, you know, like just a simple, take out sushi and a drive through in the Jeep with a strawberry sundae. That was, it was a great day. It was a a super great day. And another thing that happened that is just totally um, just such a huge happy surprise is that of like a handful of um, my only fans they didn't, I don't think they knew it was my birthday, but I started getting all these gifts showing up. Um, one guy sent me three pairs of shoes off my Amazon wish list. Um, someone else sent me another three pairs of shoes off my Amazon wish list. Um, another person sent me a whole bunch of really great, like remote control cars and tractors and ambulances and things that I can crush making content with. Uh So like I had all these like toys to unwrap that was super fun. (laughs) Um, and then people were sending me like really generous tips, just I don't know. Like it was just kind of all converging around my birthday. So that made it really special and really, I don't know, like I just felt really happy that like 
<laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But, like, the, the people in the, you know, as much as I bitch and complain about, like, oh, these, you know, freeloaders and this and that, like, the people who subscribe to me and, like, that are my loyal true fans, they treat me really well, and they're really good mm-hmm. to me, and I just, I'm so grateful that for them, and they, um, I think, unknowingly made my birthday really special, and um, so huge shout out to to all my OnlyFans subscribers. I went and did like a little live. I was just like, my heart was kind of overflowing with gratitude. So I parked my Jeep along the cliffs and just did a little like live, thank you guys, uh, video. Oh, that's so <laughs> that, fun. Yeah, it was really, really fun. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's <laughs> kind of my report. Um, I did like have some really nice feedback about last week's episode with Mark on the pedal pumping. I've had a few different um, pedal pumping fans reach out to me by email and share some of their pedal pumping experiences and oh, nice. um, like thank us for the podcast. Somebody said they really enjoyed uh, our banter, our little intro segment, um, listening to us talking. So <laughs> and that's nice. Said, somebody said, fuck that guy, Carl. <laughs> You're yeah, <laughs> oh, Carl. Seriously, so I'm can, like, Thank oh my you. gosh. And then today, I had somebody on my Instagram who doesn't follow me, just some random, some random d bag, um, leave a comment saying, "Stop posting your ugly ass toes with like barfing emojis." Ugh. And I was like, like what? "Why? Like no, like you're not required to come onto my account and look at my content, like." I think my coat, my toes maybe are kind of unique, but I've always loved them. Like so your toes someone, look great. I don't even understand why people are so fucking rude. Like my toes are kind of like <laughs> funny. They're kind of funny looking, but you know what people, cause throughout my life, I've had people comment on my toes and be like, why are your toes so weird? And I'm like, I don't know, but I love them. So like, I don't your think, little I don't like weird passive aggressive insults to me just roll right off my back because it doesn't feel true to me like uh-huh. if yeah. you if you tell me like you're stupid I'm like yeah whatever like I know I'm not so it doesn't uh-huh. it doesn't like you know hurt me in my core but but I just still don't understand why people want to be mean oh like, my gosh like unprovoked unprovoked meanness like why I guess that's a thing as people are, there's a lot of people who are very yeah, dissatisfied with their own life and have the need to take it out. You know, if it's not taken out on you, they'll take it out on the person at Starbucks or whoever, you know? So, so yeah. true. So true. Um, <laughs> yeah. I had, um, did I tell you this? Did we talk about this last time, last week, um, uh, that I got in a fight with my neighbor? <gasps> um, you told me about this privately, but okay, yeah. <laughs> I didn't talk about it on the podcast. Okay, so no, no. I'm like pedal pumping, like I'm revving in my driveway, and yeah, okay, maybe I was revving for a few hours, you know, <laughs> but it was like the middle of the day, at like one o'clock. He comes over, and like we've lived near, like next to each other, like next door neighbors, for couple decades and he Mm. comes over like swinging like gloves on just like what are you doing and oh my gosh and I was like I'm filming like I'm (laughs) I'm like can't you see my high heel shoes I'm like filming right here 
And he was just so pissy, and he like told me that I was being too loud and blah blah blah. And I was oh like, you gosh. could, I'm like you could be nice, like you know, I've when have I ever been a bad neighbor? Like you could just ask me to like keep it down. You're like trying. He was t- saying that his 90 year old mother was trying to take a nap, and I'm like, well, how oh the fuck goodness. would I know that? Like just yeah. come over here and be nice and be like, hey, hey, my mom's trying to sleep, you know. Be cool, yeah. You know, like, just be cool. nice. Oh my god, <laughs> with your actual neighbors that you live next to, there's no reason to be angry unless it's already been like a conversation that you've had, like <laughs> you know, several times. Never, so, never. Yeah, like no. I've always like been. I'm always a cool neighbor, and. Then he said something like, I thought you were out here making all this racket because you're mad at your boyfriend. And I was like, when what? have I ever, like, when have I ever, like, I don't even, like, my my boyfriend and I don't even yell at each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're so chill. Hell? Like, we're so mellow. Like, what, like, why... We just jump into conclusions. Yeah! Oh my God. I was like, where wow. is, like, any of this coming from? Like... Oh my gosh. So anyway, that's, that's my week. It was kind of wild. Um, but, (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness, but it's, it's all good. You know, people, I guess the podcast has kind of become an outlet for me to complain about people, like how (laughs) like inappropriate and rude people are. I guess I have like I don't know, like a, a bone to pick with people about like bad behavior um, or being impolite. Like that's a thing that really rubs me the wrong way. So, um, mm-hmm. but on a more positive note, we're going to bring Abby on and we're going to talk yeah. to her about um, socks awesome. and selling socks. And this is totally all, all new for me. I've never really done socks so but I think a lot of foot models do or maybe foot models are interested in getting into it I mean I don't know do you feel like it takes a lot of your time is it time consuming that's what I want to know um no but I I will say um gosh and I hope maybe Abby will talk about this too it's important when someone wants a, a worn item the only time when your time will be wasted is if you don't get them to pay ahead of time, AKA before you start wearing the item. So that's where I ran into problems in the beginning. Cause a lot of these guys who do message, at least in my experience, a lot of people who message about socks, they really sometimes want to, they're time wasters, which we talked about in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Um, they, so they are, they won't have so much questions about like how much are the socks? How do you ship them? Like uh, when can I, you know, they don't have logistical or payment questions. They want to know like, what do you do to make them smelly? What how do they smelly smell are like? Yeah. It's all these like, and you know, do I think to some it? extent, to some extent those questions are valid. Right. Because I think people sure. want to know, like, am I going to be getting socks that are actually like aromatic or, you know what I mean? Like, um, will they be damp? Yes, I I think there's, I don't know, you know, if somebody wants to ask those kind of questions and they've already like put the payment in, oh, sure, we can talk about that all day, you know, but like, just be, be aware that this is a common thing that people just want to fantasize about uh, your socks and talk to you about, you know, your socks and they have no intention of buying. So, you know, be, be on the lookout for stuff like that and um, try to keep try to direct the conversation back toward payment and how many days do you want me to wear them and and things like that. 
Um, I usually want to know how many days and, um, yeah, I, I let the people know that, you know, payment you'll get, you know, I expect the payment up front before I start wearing stuff. So that's the only thing where it could take up some of your time. But other than that, once you know, those kind of like warning signs to look for, um, it's a cool, like, I, I kind of, I had recently, I sold a pair of nylon socks and, and it was just such a great, you know, the person was happy. I was happy. It didn't take a lot of my time. It was, it was just really easy. I think now that I kind of figured out how to do it, it is pretty easy. So, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's really good to know. Yeah. Because I think you're right. Like you got to watch out for those time wasters and people that will want photos of all your socks and you wearing yeah. the socks and all that, like get yes. paid before you start sending photos and doing that kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah, that's good advice. Well, let's find out what Abby's going to say, because I think she is, I mean, as far as the foot models that I know, she seems to be the sock queen. She, yes. I mean, does a lot, a lot of socks and has, I, from my understanding, a lot of like repeat buyers and oh, awesome. that's all great. kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So she's got, she's got the socks and and you're also interested maybe in getting more sock customers, yeah? Yes. Yeah, yeah U.S. Okay. only, but yes. U.S. <laughs> yeah. only. Okay, yeah. so if you're in the United States and you want some socks, <laughs> where can people find you, Webbies? Oh, um, you can, uh, well, gosh, don't reach out to me on Instagram about socks. Um, <laughs> reach out. You can find me on Twitter at CuteWebbies, Reddit at CuteWebbies. Um, you can Tumblr? reach out. Can you? Tumblr. On Tumblr. Yes. Is that a place? Yeah. Tumblr. Uh, Only fans. Yes. Okay. Um, Cute or if you, do, you, you can message me on Instagram and I'll give you my email. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Sounds good. Well, let's, let's get Abby on here and start talking socks. Welcome, Abby, to the podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you about socks today. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much, Mimi. I'm so happy to be on the podcast. Yay, welcome back. So before we dive into it, um, tell everyone where where they can find you, uh, where they can talk, contact you if you want to be contacted, um, where they can see your work. Yeah, so my main platform, what I work on is Instagram, what's at miss.piggytoes. And from there, you can click my bio and there's all my links. And I also have Twitter and OnlyFans. Um, so that's where you can find me. <laughs> Great. Okay. And um, we're going to talk about socks. So you yeah. do, you know, obviously a lot of digital content. You make do you do mm -hmm. photo sets videos do you do you do yeah. customs right I think I remember us talking yeah, about that's customs. Like, so like customs uh yeah and uh, like I have OnlyFans so I do a lot of content on there um I don't do as much picture sets I haven't really had that many people message me for that but yeah a lot of customs and I do sell used socks yeah <laughs> okay and that's what we're going to talk about today is the socks yeah. So yeah. how does that work? I mean, socks are a physical product and so you, I guess you'd have to ship them. Tell mm -hmm. me, tell me all about it from A to Z. How yeah. does, how does it work? Um, I, <laughs> you can kind of start where you want and then I'll fill in with questions. 
yeah so it's it's such it, it's it's a really cool experience because I find it's a better connection it's more real life you know it's always there's digital but then there's real life you know they're actually smelling your scent and things it's just a really nice experience and I never intentionally went in to sell socks just one day someone came to me and asked do I sell you socks which I were totally down to do um you know the price seemed hard and knowing how to do it but I found I just you know worked around it and kind of just learn as I went um and now I've sold I definitely say well over 10 15 pairs of socks which is crazy um but yeah I think what you've got to start off with first is kind of see what they want and let them come to you and see what type of socks what the smell the scent the condition and then just go from that okay so what like if you had to describe the types Mm -hmm. of socks that you specialize in I mean are these like the socks that you wear in your everyday life or these special foot model socks that you buy for um reselling so basically, luckily for me, every pair of sock I've sold is socks what I would happily wear wear day to day. Um, I've heard that some girls have had like people request high length, like knee high socks, and I just couldn't do that on a day to day. Luckily, one of my regulars who's bought over five times just likes just the normal black um ankle length socks, which has been amazing. So yeah, I have bought special socks. I have got socks where are available if they wanted them. I've got all different ranges, you know, knee and like, you know, different uh, fluffy socks and things like that. Um, And I give them like an option, you know, what type of socks and then we go from there after they've purchased them. Um, But yeah, luckily for me that they've all been socks I'd wear day to day, knee, um, not knee, ankle length. Some socks are quite expensive. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God, yes. I actually bought a pair of socks from Canada. Well, it was a group, like a, a bundle of socks. And you've probably seen the pictures. They're, like, polka dot, and they're all different colours, like pink and blue. And they came up to, like, I think there was, like, 14 pairs. And it was nearly £50. Pound. <laughs> wow. Like, it was ridiculous. But they, I don't sell them, and they're just strictly for, like, pictures and videos only. And they're such a good hit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So they're like you have you do have socks that you're like sorry, but these are not for sale. Like these are my Absolutely. like yes, special because, socks. Like, okay. Yeah, because when I do custom uh, when I do customs or pre-mades, a lot of the time I wear leggings, and I really like really bright colours. So you know, pink and red leggings, and because they're all different colours, these like sheer, um, you know ankle length socks they just match them perfectly and it just makes the videos kind of pop and so there is there is socks what I won't sell obviously because they're a lot more expensive I just go with the normal you know you can go to Asda you can go to Tesco's and kind of get you know just normal socks you can get like a pack of five for maybe like six pound or something like that Um, and then normally the socks what I'll kind of sell and everyone's been happy with them okay great so Do you, like, I guess I'm curious, like, you wear the socks. Is the goal to make them kind of, like, smelly and sweaty or dirty? Or, like, what's the kink? Like, let's talk about that for a minute. Like, Mm -hmm. what is it that that your customers are looking for when they Mm -hmm. approach you about buying socks? 
So every I've had one person who's came to me and said, can I just have one day worn socks? And every other time, it's always been someone really wanting like super sweaty, damp, used socks. And that's just been my normal I guess what I've had people message me for and request um so in my experience it's always been like the kind of damp sweaty socks um one time someone asked for them to be very dirty too so he actually wanted me to go walk outside um you know just around the garden so I guess what I do when someone comes to me is I'll ask them you know what type of socks uh what scent do they like you know if it's ankle length or knee length or um do they like it quite like very used do they like holes in them and things like that um so I guess that's definitely something I ask before I go ahead and you know do the actual order and just so I know that I can at least do it and I'd, I'd be happy with how how it's came out and it shipped you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly yeah mm-hmm. so so it's kind of like these are all cuss it's kind of like a custom but it's yeah but it's socks so they yeah. have like kind of the type of sock they want they have um Mm-hmm. like oh I would like you to wear it do they ever like ask for certain activities like I'd like you to wear these yes. socks like to the gym or yes. to, to work or I to, did. like I, okay mm-hmm. I actually had someone ask me to go walk around the park um which luckily we were going to go walk around the park it was at the beginning of lockdown um so you know you were basically doing anything you could to keep you you know active so you know I did go walk around the park with my partner um but yeah that is things what people have asked and it's kind of hard especially now with lockdown still a thing you know you're not really as active um you know in in the UK we're still in national lockdown like we can't go to the shops and things um you know it's just essential travel only so it's a lot harder um to kind of get the activities done um but yeah I've definitely been asked for people you know to can you um wear tennis trainers and go walk around in the tennis trainers and things like that Okay. And so, like, I guess I'm curious about pricing, because in Mm -hmm. a way, if you are wearing the socks, like in your daily life, just kind of doing what you would normally do. I don't know that you'd necessarily be billing for that time. But if you're like going to do a specific activity, like, okay, I'm going to walk through the park and trainers Mm -hmm. with these socks on, um, like, how do you account for all the time you're spending to create the sock experience for your customer um I'm curious about pricing so I do a general package so someone messages me and they're like hi I'd really want some sweaty socks um you know what what do you offer I've got a package um what I will put forward and if they want extra days so my normal package is seven days and for that £50 um, plus postage and so around about £55 you'll receive seven days worth of uh, used socks you'll get an update video throughout the week of me wearing the socks that's just a bonus what I offer in general a picture of my feet wearing the socks on the postage you will get a personalised note you'll get discreet packaging 
um, with a smell-proof Ziploc bag. And I also do tracking um, with the postage. And that's just my general pricing idea. If someone wants extra days, you know, two weeks or something, I will charge extra. But in general, that's kind of what I go for. Um, and normally everyone's gone with that. Okay, wow. So you like actually give them videos and like photo updates of like here's how here's the progress of me wearing the socks and and did you say seven days you wear them for seven days yes that's correct seven days and also when I say an update video it's just a, a very short video it's you know maybe a 40 second to a one minute clip video super quick super easy throughout the week whenever you know just one video maybe five days in or maybe uh, four days in just whenever I'm free and I'll just quickly talk about how the progress of the socks are coming along Um, and that's just something I offer it's definitely not you know a lot of people don't offer that and that's fine it's just something what it doesn't bother me doing so I just kind of put it into a, a package and I find that it's easier to sell because they obviously think that they're getting more for it which you know is a good experience well, they, they kind of are. And, and yeah. I mean, I, I would say if you're getting a video of the socks, because then, you know, if the customer will, the socks will arrive and mm-hmm. uh, the customer will be able to rewatch that video with yes. the socks in hand and kind of experience them and see them on your feet at the same time, like simultaneously. Right. So exactly. Yeah. Th- and there's, I guess from that, it's really good. See, the pricing is kind of hard to go with because not everyone has smelly feet me in general I don't have smelly feet on a day-to-day basis at all um but there's things I do to try and make my feet smelly so I found if if someone has very smelly feet in general it's a lot easier to try and smell up your socks but for me um I find it a lot harder so I really have to try and work hard and some people might think you know 50 pound plus posted is a lot and some people might think it's very cheap and you know someone might think you know I'm not going to sell my socks for at least 100 pound you know um so I think it just depends on the person and what they're they're wanting to offer I guess yeah that and that's kind of what I'm thinking like to me I think oh my gosh Mm -hmm. you're you're doing a lot like you are wearing the same pair of socks for seven days personally I think that would just drive me nuts like yeah (laughs) I mean for me I because I don't have the most smelliest feet, um, it doesn't bother me as much. And because I've done so many orders, it doesn't bother me. But definitely when I put a clean pair on after the order's been done, I'm like, hooray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, and, to, and in all honesty, I personally, because I'm always like chiming mm-hmm. in with my personal thing, right? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even though this is really about you. It's fine. I, it's I fine. personally... <laughs> I personally don't wear socks that often. So, um, uh, like, you know, I'm in flip-flops a lot or, like, I don't know, high heels. You know, yeah. I don't really wear socks with high heels. So, um, I guess it kind of depends on yeah. a person. Like, t- t- if I had to wear socks for seven days, I would have to, like, rethink my wardrobe. And <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, um, when I've spoke to Desi about this, because we'll get on to her, because we both did, like, a sock order together once. Um, Ooh, we'll okay. talk about that. Um, 
but from what I wear, what I'm aware, Desi doesn't wear socks too. Uh, she likes to walk around barefoot, which for me, absolutely not. I, I couldn't think of anything more cringy. I have to wear socks. So I find in my experience, it's so much easier for me to do sock orders because I can happily wear socks. Like I don't walk outside barefoot at all. I don't even walk inside barefoot unless I'm on carpet, like in the bedroom. I'm not too bothered. But yeah, for me, I've mm-hmm. got to wear socks. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So socks, it really kind of fits into your lifestyle and your personality and just what you naturally do. So it makes a lot of sense that you would be like the sock queen and selling all the socks because it's, (laughs) it's like also very authentic and genuine to you. Um, like, I feel like if I were to do it, it would, it would be definitely more of a forced thing. Um, and, and I don't know, you know, frankly, if I would enjoy wearing a pair of socks for seven days, that would be, um, maybe a stretch out of my comfort zone and not that my feet smell because they, they really don't. Um, mm-hmm. and, and let's talk about foot odor because, you know, yeah, so, so often, um, part of the, you know, not for everybody, but for some foot boys or mm-hmm. foot fans, um, foot odor is kind of a part of their fetish. Part yeah. Of the kink what can you tell me about that? Like the importance or role of like foot odor? So I found that when a foot boy has a kink for smelly used uh, socks or just smelly sweaty feet in general, they automatically think that every foot model has sweaty feet, which is not, it's not true at all. Some people don't have smelly feet at all. And for me, I don't like my feet don't smell unless I'm, I've got some tips on how to make your feet smelly and things like that. But in general, my feet don't smell. And in general, like smell is subjective. You know, what one person thinks is smelly, another person doesn't. And I find it really hard to please all. I can try explain what my scent is after a week worth of socks. And when that footboy receives the socks, they might be like, oh, it smells really good, but it's not what you expected. Um. And there is definitely a pressure what comes with selling socks, which we can talk about, you know, the struggle when, you know, someone says, I really want super sweaty socks and I want them the best ever. And they hype themselves up and you're like, okay, like I can try my best and whatever. And when they get them, you know, it might not be what they expect. There's a lot of pressure to it and it it can be quite stressful, actually. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... And I feel like this is um, kind of par for the course with customs because yeah. I feel like in with videos, socks, anything like your customer has a fantasy in mind that he I'm just going to say he but it could be he yeah. or she or they yeah. want to experience um your customer has this fantasy and you're trying to deliver on that fantasy. And it kind of depends on that person's ability to communicate that fantasy to you. And things like odor, like mm-hmm. scent is so hard to describe. Yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> so hard. And you can never, someone can have like, a, a, like a, I guess like a fantasy and it's so hard to, I guess, like create that when you know it's hard to kind of have that connection with someone and know exactly what they want right right like know what they want and 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 reliably be able to deliver it um I feel like I mean and I also am curious for you if like foot odor 
or your ability to get yourself to produce foot odor after seven days is kind of contingent on seasons and weather and things like that as well. And what you're doing that week, you know, um, one week you might be really active, the other week you might not be. And especially with lockdown, it's a lot harder to be as active as normal. Um, Like me and my partner have a business where we do detailing and things on cars, but I also work full time at home. So at the minute we are able to open our business. So in summertime, when the weather was so good and we wasn't in lockdown, and we, um, you know, we were walking around and doing balloting and stuff like all day, maybe, you know, from 9am till 6pm, you're getting so much sweat, especially with my trainers, I've got vans what hold like, you know, smell, I guess, because, you know, they're my work shoes, and they make my socks smell so good, um, and sweaty. But now because I'm working from home, I can't really do that. So it's kind of it's a lot harder. Right, right. It definitely depends on what you're doing. And I guess, um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. (laughs) Yeah. So what are your tips for getting smelly feet? Okay. So number one for me is I've got some slippers, which I, I, I live in slippers, even because I'm working from home and I'm doing a sock order. I'll wear my socks and then I'll wear my slippers. My slippers, I've been wearing them, they're fluffy slippers and the memory foam. And I've a footboy bought me them about a year ago. And I've worn them like every day basically. And they really smell up my socks so well. So long term, I'd suggest someone or people getting um slippers what can hold smell. That's number one what I do. Um and I've been asked so many times to sell them and I've kind of offered them out, but I am I really want the right person because if I sell them, like I'm going to struggle to make my socks smelly, I guess. I guess another thing is you could double your socks up. Um, you know, that's easier to sweat because your feet are warmer. Um, I guess there's loads of things you could do and uh, it's definitely stuff we can talk about. Yeah, I guess I'm curious. Um, I mean, wh- I, I guess we should talk a little bit about what creates yeah. foot odor. And generally, it's my understanding is that it's bacteria, right? So if you've got yeah. a pair of shoes that you that you sweat in a lot, and then you know the bacteria kind of starts growing in on mm-hmm. your feet or in your shoes, and then if you like your slippers, say you put yeah. your foot in there and it kind of activates the bacteria that the warmth of your feet or the moisture yeah. or whatever. And, um, but you know, most people, unless you have like some kind of a medical condition, don't really have smelly feet. Usually the, the, the odor is in contained in the shoe. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. Like if you were to get a pair of like smelly shoes, yeah. um, and stick your socks in there and, you know, keep mm-hmm. the shoes on with, with your socks you'd probably be able to get more odor than just wearing like walking around in socks yeah exactly I used to have a lot of old shoes what I didn't really wear anymore um Mm -hmm. so for me it was the vans what I said when we do the detailing and sometimes you know when you're cleaning a vehicle water would kind of splash in and you know water would kind of get on your socks and things so over time, these pair of vans are super, like, they, they smell because I've worn them, like, you know, months and months and months on end um, in heat when it's super it's super warm. And then, you know, water will be kind of splashing in the shoes and things. And 
you know it kind of get a bit I guess like not really nice <laughs> um and right that's really helpful that helped me a lot um on sweating them up and now I've got my slippers another thing for me too is because you know we can't really leave the house as much I if I do have an order I'll try and get some organizing done so I will double up my socks and I will wear my slippers and I will just organize the house and try to get as active as possible and sometimes it will work if my feet sweat and sometimes it doesn't um but yeah I definitely think my reason for sweaty socks is definitely my slippers or my work shoes for sure okay yeah so if um for foot models who are interested in selling socks, it sounds like the a, a good piece of advice might be to keep a pair of like sweaty, smelly, you know, kind of like smelly gym shoes or something that yeah. maybe maybe you don't want to wear like um, in for all occasions, but like for to produce the sock mm-hmm. odor, the the smelly foot odor, you're gonna need a pair of shoes that can do that for you, where you've kind of yeah. seeded some bacteria in there. <laughs> yeah, and like in March time for me, um, when lockdown happened, we were doing a lot of gardening and you know just house DIYs and things. So I had an old pair of dolly flat shoes I used to wear for work when I wasn't working at home and I was about to throw them out and I just decided one day, oh, I'll do some gardening in them. And, you know, the weather's really hot. Um, And basically then when I started selling socks or looking into it, I decided whenever I'm doing a day where I'm going to do activities, I'm going to make sure I wear these shoes and just, you know, every day it's hot, I'm going to go out in the garden and just, you know, if I'm going to go for a walk, I'll wear them just so I had a good foundation of smell there. And another tip, what you could do is, this is something I did at the start, is I have these like pink socks and they're like Everlast or something. And they're one of these like cool dry socks. So if it's warm, it'll keep your feet cool. And if it's um, cold, it'll keep your feet warm. And they're kind of like a cottony feel. And what I did was, is if I ever was doing, like I said, gardening or anything, I'll put the socks on. Even if I haven't got an order, I'll put the socks on Um if I'm doing a really like you know busy day and I think you know that my feet will smell I'll put them on and then at the end of the day I rolled them up and put them in a ziplock bag and you know I did this maybe three or four times just whenever I was free and then I had a guy who messaged me maybe about three weeks later and my socks were still in the ziplock bag and he said hey I really want some really worn smelly socks and luckily for me he wasn't too bothered on what pair of socks so I said to him I've got this pair and they've got a good foundation of smell on um I can work on these and he was totally happy with them and they already kind of had you know the looks used they started to smell a little bit just slightly so when I wore them for the seven days he basically got a bonus but it ensured with me that they already smell so I guess if you don't have smelly feet that can help, you know, if you ever get someone who who you think might come and want a lot of smell, then that's a really good tip too. I love that idea because then you kind of have like some mm-hmm. socks that you're kind of working on long term that you're kind yes. of seeding the smell into and, and, um, and, you know, you mentioned putting them in a Ziploc and I hadn't thought of that, but like if you're <laughs> like, taking a shower or um, sleeping at night and you don't want your socks on, you could store them into something airtight to retain all that smell and moisture that you're getting. Yeah, that's what I do. I keep them in a Ziploc bag. And even when I post them too, 
make sure you post them in some sort of sealed smell proof bag um, and I find that so much better and when they actually receive the socks when I had I had a review and he said that you know I worked on them and I really did and I went for a walk in them and everything and when he opened the bag he just had the smell of the socks and I think that's like you know so fun but it's definitely worth having a Ziploc bag. Yeah I I, I would imagine you'd have to have something um, I've had I've had, this is way off topic um, mm-hmm. about socks but it, it has to do with smell and body odor and preserving that body odor um, I I have a, um, a a subscriber who has who has an interest in um, fart smells oh <laughs> and has asked me and I'm like I don't think that fart smells could be like mm. contained in a plastic bag like I don't know. I'm curious if anyone has tried that. Yeah. To, to email me, email me at mimifootnip at gmail.com and let me know how you um, preserve your, your farts in a jar or in a, in a bag or something. Cause I, I'm like trying to convince him that it's not possible. I mean, I've never tried it, but I'm like, it's a gas. Like you'd have to yeah. somehow distill it into like a, like a liquid form or something to, Yeah. I mean, I don't know. And the only thing I can think of is if maybe you had some sort of like bottle or something, like a small container, what's sealed, and you kind of farted into it and sealed it. But I really don't know if it would like trap it and if it would smell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's totally random. It's totally off topic. It's something I've I I've never personally tried. But in my imagination, when um, this person and I were discussing, we've discussed it at length, and I'm like, I just don't think it'll work. But if anyone um, that's listening, it, you know, does anything like that, let me know. I'm, I'm just very curious. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that's, well, a, that's so funny. I actually had, I, I actually had an OnlyFans subscriber, um, and he used to tip me weekly, and I used to do farting videos for him. <laughs> really? So, yeah. And he was, um, he subscribed for my OnlyFans for three months, and he asked me, and he said, I will tip you, I think it was no smaller than, um, like, $70 or something, and nice. would you just do a couple videos a week, literally, like, four seconds, five seconds, just how many you want to do, it could be three videos, or four videos, or ten videos, and just literally, if I, and I did that for a couple, I think it was a couple weeks I did it for, Um yeah and I'm not a very gassy person so it was pretty hard actually it's a lot harder than what you think I can tell you that I would imagine (laughs) I would imagine that would be that would be kind of hard because you have to like have your phone ready I don't know like unless you can fart on command no like I think if you're you're able to fart on command like you would be money in but for me I found it so hard like because when you need to fart you just want to go like you just you need to fart I had to like set up the camera and like oh and he only liked me farting in leggings that was it that was the thing so in general like you know I'd wear I wear leggings in general but you don't want to just be wearing black leggings so if I needed to fart I'd quickly have to go change leggings into like a pink oh my gosh and then fart (laughs) oh my goodness it was so funny and my partner I'd be doing it in front of my partner and my partner would just look at me and laugh it was so funny 
Oh but that's my gosh. Story for another time. That's a story for another time. <laughs> okay. So maybe I need to refer this guy to you. Um, yeah. <laughs> since you have some experience, maybe you could like talk to him and answer some of his questions. I, I, um, but it, but it's, it's different, but it does have this, this odor issue mm -hmm. in common. So yeah. I guess in a farting video, it's more about the fantasy and I don't know, maybe it's more about the auditory, like the sound of it than the smell of it. Um, yeah, exactly. you know, we Evolved, could, we, yeah. Yeah. Um, but for sock, you know, back to socks for a second, mm -hmm. like getting that odor and being able to maintain it, like how long, I guess I'm wondering how long does it last? Like the customer gets the socks and then after he plays with them or, you know, enjoys them, however he does, mm -hmm. it, will the odor stay in the socks for a period of time? Or is that why, you know, he's going to end up re requesting a new pair eventually because they, they kind yeah. of just run out? Yeah. Well, I find, so like one thing I try and do before I actually do the order, there's a lot of things I ask before, which we can talk about, but I always want to be realistic with them and, you know, um, be honest about how I can smell, like how the socks will smell and, you know, how my feet smell in my opinion. And so, you know, and I'm honest and, you know, I don't want them to be disappointed or anything. Now, I, most of my buyers have bought one time or two times tops um but i've got one um buyer he's a repeat buyer he's a regular um and you know i speak to him on pretty much a day-to-day -day basis he orders customs he's ordered like you know 15 minute customs and things and he's bought four times from me and the last pair he ordered was a pair from me and desi's dot soul uh Des it's not soul anymore is it <laughs> it's a Desi's soul revival soul, soul revival soul revival yeah that's it um so she, he ordered from both of us and he had them pair of socks for two weeks um and he kept them in the ziploc bag and then after two weeks he um you know he got rid of them um and he's bought four times off me now okay great so he see like so so some people are like repeat customers kind of like customs there's certain yeah. certain guys typically guys who will order customs like over and over from the same model yeah that's right yeah and I find he's a regular buyer and I think because I have you know he's had a really good experience with me he's repurchased and yeah I don't know I think sometimes you can get regulars and sometimes it might be just a one-off thing um but yeah he's bought he's bought four times off me um and he's really enjoyed them he's kept them in the ziploc bag and one time they did last around two weeks wow that's fantastic so how do you find buyers you said earlier like they just come to you but how do they yeah. how do they know that that's something you offer um, obviously if they hear, if they hear this podcast, they'll know that and they'll know how to contact you. But, but if they, if, if they don't, you know, how, how, how do people know that that's a, like, you kind of have a, a thing for socks and, and that's part of your yeah. deal. So I found, um, at the start, I used to post a lot of sock content when I started and I found when you're posting sock content, they're more likely to ask you if you're doing, you know, use socks. And um, there was a point where I only posted kind of like sole stuff because I don't really post much toe stuff. I'm more like a sole model and um, like wrinkled soles and things. And 
that time period I was posting mainly souls I didn't really have any people coming to me and what I realized is if I was posting more stock content or more stock content on my stories they come to me another thing I do is I have an actual sock um, highlight on my Instagram account which I have and on there I'll have you know whenever I do an order of my socks I will post um, an update for my stories so I'll kind of be like oh you know it's day four of me wearing these socks you know they're really starting to get quite damp now or something like that and I find a lot of people come from that they'll see my story and be like oh that's so interesting they look really good and then they'll come to me from that too okay great so you you mentioned a couple things um posting kind of progress or showing yeah showing content you know including socks in your content and you're just regular content also <laughs> posting um little updates um not only to your customer but just to the your fan base at yes. large um <laughs> that you're in the process you know this is a sock wearing week you're preparing socks for a customer and kind of yeah. talking about it promoting it that way do you so that's great um do you have that's great information. Do you have tips on hashtags? Is there a way to use hashtags on either Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, whatever, to like attract sock sock buyers, sock fans? Yeah. See, I don't use hashtags at all now. At all? Okay. No, I haven't. I used to be such a hashtag girl, and I used to use hashtags on all my things, but I haven't used hashtags for probably around three months now. Um at all on my Instagram um but when I did um I definitely just used to put socks or use socks smelly socks things like that and they would come from that um what I find a lot of people a lot of the people who buy from me have replied you know how they reply to your story and they'll be like yes if I've uploaded like a progress picture it'd be like a little video just saying oh you know day four um they'd reply to that and then want to make an order I've also posted on my Twitter um, and I've also got a, like a tagged pin thing on my um, OnlyFans just saying you know I do sell used items and I'm open to selling other used items if someone came to me and asked me I'd you know totally open to it and um, it's just for me it's always just been socks I guess yeah because I, w- I wanted to ask you more um, like if you ever do nylons or mm-hmm. um, because I I know some um, flight attendants that sell mm-hmm. nylons after their yeah. work trips and things so nylons are also I think quite popular yeah I've, I've like nylons have definitely been a thing I find that nylons don't smell though so a lot of people who's came to me I've always wanted like smelly socks or smelling used items um, and I also find like I don't know how much I'd post tights for or like I guess nylons um, because they're quite cheap in general um, so when you're thinking like 15 pounds or something like that you're not really getting too much for it so I'd be interested in knowing how someone can make like much of a profit from selling nylons unless you are selling like a large amount and I guess it goes to the topic is if you wear nylons in general I guess because a lot of people don't wear them um on a day-to-day basis but if you're a flight attendant then you know it's a pretty good thing to do because a lot of them snag and things like that right and if you're a flight attendant usually I mean I guess it depends if you're flying um 
like what, what, how long your trips are, but you could be on like a three or four day trip where you're flying for three or four days um, or many, many hours if you're doing like long, you know, flights. Um, I think that's a really good idea. If you're a flight attendant or like a teacher who wears them, then I think that's perfect for me. I don't wear them all unless I'm going out, like on a night out or something. So for me, I would do them if someone offered and I'd probably put them under my jeans or something. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to know what pe- like people's experience for that is. And even like other used items too. Yeah, so the, the thing with nylons um, is, you're right, like if you were it's kind of like me with socks. If you don't wear them in your, in the course of your life and it, it it would like, you'd have to kind of change up your outfits and everything just to be wearing (laughs) nylons. And, um, so it, it kind of makes more sense for someone who wears them more, like more on the regular. Yeah. I mean, if you were like, like you said, a, um, a flight attendant who wears them regular, for hours and hours on end then that is like perfect especially because once they've ripped they're kind of unusable unusable to wear again but you know for footboys that's what they want so you're kind of making profit on profit right right and ripped nylons can be great for making content not so great if you want to like you know go out and 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 look appropriate or whatever mm-hmm. you know unless that's your thing unless you're into rip nylons personally as soon as um nylons rip or snag or whatever i freak out and want them <laughs> off like immediately yeah. i just have weird little things like that like i want them to be perfect um yes. my my favorite my favorite actually um i don't wear nylons too often but i like um my favorite thing is nude fishnets I just have a thing for nude fishnets, but that I I wear in my actual real life, but I find that they don't um, show up great in like Mm -hmm. photos and videos. So I don't really um, do a lot of content with them, but that's my personal, like real life preferred leg covering would be nude nude fishnets. I think they're just very sexy. Yes. Um, We, me and Desi actually had a shot, like we did a kind of like a pre-made video with nylon uh, black nylons and we ripped them for an OnlyFans video and that did so well like we had so much um attention on OnlyFans for that and it was such a fun video it's one of my most favorite videos we did and we both like sat on the bed together and we had uh, nylons on and we just ripped them <laughs> you could like oh my see gosh as soles popping out of the um out of the nylons it was such a fun video to film <laughs> yeah that's a great idea for content for people who do who want to get into nylons or mm-hmm. figure out how to incorporate nylons that maybe are a little bit um like ripped or snagged or something you can just rip really just go to town and, and make a great video <laughs> yes it was such a good video to film um yeah. but yeah going on to socks I think one thing um which someone actually messaged me a couple of weeks ago um they wanted to know they noticed that I've sold quite a few socks because I've got reviews on a couple of reviews not too many because I don't want to kind of flag Instagram you know with how they're wording it use socks and mm. things but I took a screenshot of some reviews I have had from my buyers and put them in my socks review um my socks like bit on the highlights on Instagram which is a really good way to kind of advertise it too um 
but someone asked me you know how many questions are enough because she found that there was a lot of time wasters who was coming to her and like I want to buy you socks and they'd be you know can you send me pictures of your socks so I can buy and I guess it kind of goes on to the last podcast you did with Desi talking about you know time wasters right um, yeah yeah well Webby's and 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 Desi did the intro to that podcast with yeah. me yeah um right that's we, that's a really good point I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I I wasn't thinking about it yeah, some mm-hmm. guys just kind of want to get off on a conversation about, ooh, tell me about how smelly your feet are and yes. like, let, show me your socks and what do they smell like and do they smell like this? And mm-hmm. yeah, they would just want to like kind of the, the thing that's titillating is that conversation and hearing about it. Mm-hmm. And it, it, so you're giving away a lot of time and there's no and then the order is never placed, I, I imagine. Yeah, and I found that I'd probably say 50% of the people who message me are probably time wasters who I've just came to kind of get off in my DMs, I guess. You know, how smelly mm-hmm. are your feet? How would they arrive? You know, like, what it, what do your feet smell like? Um, and I found that a lot of them want me to send pictures of my socks in probably hopes. I had this quite at the beginning. I guess in hopes that I really wasn't experienced enough and be like, oh, I've got this pair, I've got this pair, I've got that pair. Um, And I've had this multiple times. And the girl who messaged me on a girl's group chat, um, she said, this guy is wanting to um, buy a pair of socks and he's wanting to know what socks he can buy. And it kind of goes to the, "Mm," like, you know, in general, she was like, you know, if you're going to buy something you want to know what you're going to buy but at the same time you know you don't want to waste your time I've got literally probably over 100 pair of socks like normally any foot model probably does have loads of pair of socks like I'm not going to sit there and take a video or a picture of every single pair it would take me over an hour to do that without no payment and no guarantee that you're going to buy from me Right. Yes. So how do you kind of suss out your time wasters and and figure out who's who's a buyer and who's a time waster? Yeah. So this was like the debate on she was like, you know, if I'm going to buy something, I want to know what I'm going to buy and things. I guess for me is if someone messages, I think it's kind of down to experience like you were talking on the last podcast. You know, once you've Mm -hmm. been doing this a while, you kind of have a gist on who's a time waster, who's not, who seems genuine, you know, oh, I'm, I, I'll get paid next Friday, I'll I'll send you money then. You're like, mm, you're probably not, you know. So for me, um, I kind of keep it business topics only. I, I try and keep it direct and straight to the point. Um, and if they haven't got a problem with that, then normally they're going to be a buyer. And if they have got a problem with it, then they're a time waster. So if someone messages me, um, you know, I'll kind of ask what they're after, you know, in what condition. Um, and I do kind of keep it quite direct, but, you know, what condition? Do you like them really dirty? Do you like them? Because it's a difference between me walking around my house barefoot, you know, sometimes when you're cooking and cleaning, you know, you might get some little things on your socks to someone who wants them really dirty and wants you to go outside or someone who wants them really clean and just smell. So mm-hmm. I'll ask them what they want and, you know, I'll tell them my price and what I offer um, and what availability I have, what type of sock, if they like ankle socks and things. Um, 
and that's kind of it the smell the scent um, and the dirtiness and that's kind of it and I try and keep it pretty to the point and if they kind of want to go off on that I'll normally find that they're probably a time waster yeah I wish there were a way to say like you have Mm -hmm. to pay like a ten dollar deposit just to discuss this and if you put your order like you know when you place your order that ten dollars gets or whatever the price five dollars gets credited to your order and if you end up not ordering from me then it's a non-refundable deposit and at least you're getting paid for like the time you've spent you know going round and round about the smell and about yeah. the this and about the that yeah and for me in my experience I haven't sent videos and pictures of the socks I have until payment has been received I've normally mm-hmm. just had I've known I've got, I've got basically within um maybe like 15 pairs of socks which I like to wear I'm happy to wear um I'm wearing them right now and they're kind of like uh I guess like an ankle sock with a bit of color on and then I have a couple black pairs a couple white pairs really funky color pairs and normally I'll in general I'll sell them so that's what I've kind of allocated if someone wanted something else and they really like knee length then that's fine but I found a lot of them aren't really too bothered and they're like oh what have you got available and then I'll show them um after and they've been fine with it but I feel like if someone comes here and they're like can you send me pictures of all your socks and they haven't paid I probably wouldn't do it and I just leave them or block them honestly do you do you find that they're more concerned about the odor than they Absolutely. are about the type of sock? Yes, definitely. Like like I said, everyone I've sold to have been um, ankle length socks, and they haven't been too bothered. Two of the times, I uh, remember when I said I had these like Everlast socks. Two of the times I've just said I've got these available. I, I didn't even tell them of what other socks I've got, um, and because they said they wanted smelly socks, and these were already kind of you know kind of worn to a certain extent um I kind of just said you know I've got these and they were totally happy awesome okay so you can kind of like if if you're somebody who wants to sell socks you could kind of get some going get some kind of uh, like prepping them putting them in a plastic bag Mm -hmm. so that they you know they're kind of I don't know how to say it. I don't know. Like, I want to say they're, they've been, it's like a, guess, like a yeah, sourdough starter or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I find that they have like a kind of basic kind of use, especially sometimes the socks I have, the brand new socks too, I'll buy a packet, what I'm happy to sell. And if someone comes to me and they're like, I really want a used pair, I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> and so they're kind of ones I've got. And I've got two pairs upstairs. They're in sealed bags. They've been worn maybe three days, four days, um, just randomly, you know, whenever I'm free and I'm going to be doing any cleaning or any like, you know, quite a bit of activities that day, maybe organising, like I said, we've been doing DIYs, I'll wear them, put them in the bag and just leave them. And sometimes I'll charge extra. Like if they come to me and they're putting pressure on me and they're like, I want them super smelly and sweaty. And I feel like I can complete that, you know, after trying to be honest and be realistic and, you know, what I can and can't do. You know, I'll charge extra and be like, well, I've got this pen. They've been worn an extra four days. I'll do the packet and then the package and charge you a little extra. And they've been fine. I just kind of play it by ear. But, you know, like I said, there is a lot of pressure what comes with it and struggle if someone comes to you and they want it super smelly and, you know, you don't know if you can do it. 
have you ever gotten anyone like complaining or not really a time waster, but the type of person, you know, like on OnlyFans, for example, people come, <laughs> they, I haven't had this happen, but I've heard a lot of models have, have had to deal with this where someone comes, they subscribe and then they, what's it called when they like, like they, they want a refund basically. They, they charge back. That's what it's called. They want to charge back. Yeah. They charge back. So like, do you ever get something? Have you ever had that where someone's said like, okay, now that I've got the product, I want my money back because X, Y, and Z or something. So no, I haven't had a complaint in general, like someone coming to me. I've heard girls who have had complaints. Um, but I haven't had anyone who's actually came to me and typed, you know, I'm not happy, blah, blah, blah. However, I did find, you know, if you go onto your statements on OnlyFans and you click like a certain button, um, there's something called chargeback and I've got two. And it turns out it's something to do with credit card or something. They've like subscribed with a credit card and then done something like fraudulent or something. And two times over the year I've had OnlyFans that's happened and I have no idea why they never messaged me or anything and they were subscribed for a couple days so that's really annoying oh do you think it's that the credit card yeah it was some sort of reason yeah it was it said something charge black blah 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 and it said something so when I typed that in on google the 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 thing that like sentence what it said on OnlyFans I typed in on Google it said something to do with a credit card they've subscribed with a credit card and um, they've kind of said oh this is a wrong payment and the credit card automatically charges it back so that's that has happened two times to me and it was probably maybe seven months ago and then maybe four months ago um, and I haven't really done all to it you know it's it's not really too much and it's only happened twice but yeah that's really irritating that it's done that. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's good to know that that can happen. Um, so when you talk about reviews, is it just that like, where do you get the reviews? The The customer will just email you back and say like, I really love it. And then you screenshot that and use that as a review. Is that how that works? Yeah. So sometimes they've, if they message me back and they're like, oh my God, I really love the socks, blah, 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 blah. Thank you so much. If they seem quite chatty and someone who I've been back and forth with, um, I will message them and just be like, hey, I wondered if you know, if you really are happy with the socks, if you're willing to do me a review, it will be 100% anonymous and you don't have to just type whatever you want you can talk about whatever you want um, and I'll screenshot it and then blow you out so it's just the review itself and normally every time they've said yeah to it luckily I've not had anyone who's had a bad experience as of yet touch wood I don't have that um, but yeah I've probably had maybe about 10 reviews or something some of them very short some of them a lot longer and I've just posted them, some on OnlyFans, some on Twitter, and then some in my highlights on Instagram. And, you know, I think that's where a lot of my customers come from, where they've seen the reviews and been like, oh, I really want mine sweaty. Um, so, yeah, definitely, re- definitely recommend doing that. Yeah, that's a really great business strategy. Do you have any other techniques or tips or ideas that we haven't talked about yet? Yeah, honestly, I feel like I don't, I try not to push it. You know, if someone messages me, I try and just, you know, tell them what my price is, kind of get the information and kind of just leave it to them and kind of be like, you know, that's my offer. You can take it or leave it. You know, 
I've found a lot of people have been back messaging them and things. Are you interested? You know, if they want to order socks, then they will. And if they don't want to, then they don't have to. Um, and don't be disheartened if they only order ones. Because normally a lot of the time they'll just order once and then maybe they want to order from someone else. Um, but it's definitely something I'd recommend doing. Um, because I find with customs, it's really fun and it's a connection. But it's digital. And this is more like real life, you know. It's it's just such a fun experience. Also, yeah. another, thing, another thing I'd suggest too, actually, um, uh-huh. just before I forget, is I actually ordered little business cards. <laughs> and I really? ordered um, Yeah, so you know my logo on Instagram, the uh-huh. one I had made, I kind of just, it was super cheap. And I got my little logo on there and I put thank you for ordering from me um, with my Instagram and things. I only, only ordered, you know, maybe like, I think maybe like 50 because you know your Instagram might get deleted or anything and I put on my OnlyFans and things and yeah I actually found that I don't advertise my OnlyFans really but I found that probably half of them once they've ordered my socks they will automatically um follow my subscribe to my OnlyFans and I think it's because of that card I swear to god it is (laughs) that's brilliant so it's a way to kind of like get them mm-hmm. as a more long-term customer yes. through the yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah, yeah, I like and, that. You know, I didn't really, I, I did, I didn't invest a lot, but I definitely, you know, I, I tried to get some really nice packaging. And um, discreet envelope is the best. Like, don't be, don't be having like a pink envelope and things, because you know, you don't know what their family situation is and things. So I've always had like discreet packaging like an envelope um I've always done a little personalized note you know nothing much but just you know thank you for your order um things like that I really hope that you enjoy my socks blah 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 and um, like I said a smell proof bag's really good in a ziploc bag and like I said I've got um a business card and I also just to mention I I definitely recommend doing shipping with tracking um at the start I I didn't use shipping with tracking and I had one time where the sock order never arrived I don't know if it actually did arrive but it didn't and I ended up resending a sock he could have lied I don't know I, I mean I doubt it it were covid um, and things but yeah I definitely recommend doing tracking because you've got no you don't know if that sock order's not arrived you know right right kind of for, for <laughs> their for their protection and yours yes Absolutely. So do you ship outside the UK or do you only yeah. ship within the UK? Oh, I just ship anywhere, honestly. Anywhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've shipped to, um, God, I've shipped to, is it the Bronx or something? Like, in is it in New, New York, York or something like yeah. that? I don't yeah. really know. I've shipped everywhere. The UK, a lot to the US. That's mainly the places I've shipped to. But I mean, okay. I'm not really too bothered. I'll just ship wherever and if they arrive, then I give them tracking. Um, just with COVID, there's a big thing where I actually sent off, I had a really nice customer and I sent the socks, um, I went to go send them off and the guy actually said, oh, because of COVID and it's near Christmas, because this was near Christmas time, all the packages have been held um, until mm. February notice. And I was like, what? And he said, out of the yeah. UK, like they're all held. This was like, you know, when the new, um, I think it was like the new variant of covid were a thing um, oh right yeah yeah it was around then it was like near Christmas time and things 
um and I came home and I told him and he was like you know what just send them and send give me tracking and if they come they come and he was the most nicest and luckily they actually came really quick um so yeah definitely do tracking and it's I think it's a little bit more by like a couple pound but even if you just change your price to kind of cover that definitely recommend because it covers you both yeah I I, and it's professional and I and I love all things professional I I feel that you know because when you order from a website or something you'll get a tracking you'll get tracking Mm -hmm. information and it's also fun for your customer to track and see like oh they're coming tomorrow or yeah and I guess the also important thing is is why you should get tracking is you know um you you want them to receive the socks as quickly as possible so you know if they can track the socks they can kind of try as much as they can to be like oh they're coming there and I'll try and make sure that day is free you know when if you don't provide tracking they're like I don't know when it's going to come and you know sometimes uh, they get delivered at a sorting office I guess and you go collect them I found a lot of times they've actually physically gone to collect them but where I'm from they kind of come to your door so I don't know if that's like a US thing or anything like that um but yeah it's definitely something you should consider because you want them to get the socks as quickly as possible right right if people in the United States have a PO box that means they have to go pick their mail up at the post office. And mm-hmm. for some people, they might do that. They might have something like socks sent to a P.O. box because they mm-hmm. don't want it sent to their home, like with their family yeah. or with their, you know, whoever they live with. Yeah. And that also kind of goes with the discrete packaging. Like I try and make it look as professional as possible, you know, so it doesn't have, you know, like I've seen some people ship like very pink packaging. And, you know, unless you get permission for that, I really wouldn't suggest doing that. Yeah, I agree. Something discreet and um, you can put all your fun stuff on the inside of the package, you know, the yeah. notes, the socks, the photos, whatever you want, like whatever little extras you want to give. Um, but yeah, people probably, I mean, let's face it. A lot of people, unfortunately, have a lot mm-hmm. of shame around their kinks. Yes, yes in, exactly. At least in American culture. Um, mm-hmm. And so a lot of people don't feel comfortable advertising mm-hmm. to the, the postal people or wherever their neighbors or their um, family that they've they've got this kink and they're, you know, enjoying it this way. Um, yeah. And that's so being, totally understandable. And I guess what we've kind of got to do is just try and help that, you know, like try and make it as easy as possible, the easiest transaction as possible. It's kind of like the order what me and Desi did, um, Desi's Dot Soul Arrival. Um, we did with my regular customer who bought who's bought four times with me on the fourth time, um, he was like, you know, he knew that I've met up with Desi and he was like, is there something you could do with her? Would you ever consider doing like double socks or something? And I was like, hell yeah, like we're totally down. I asked if Desi were down and she was so down. So we did um, a double sock order. So we both wore the socks for a week. We ended up, because he's one of my regulars, um, we ended up doing two weeks worth of socks, which is crazy. We wore socks for two weeks. Um, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, two weeks. And it's, it was such a struggle, honestly, because I find yeah. that it was it was like such a long time. And when we stopped wearing the socks, we was both like, oh, my God, especially for Desi, because she doesn't wear socks in general. She likes to walk around bare feet. Um, so when we completed that, it was super fun. And like we said, what we did is 
and we wore the socks for two weeks it was originally for a week and we kind of switched it up and did two um and we both like at the end of it we both individually packed his socks in his own little ziplock and then we put them in together um as own individual into like one big package um we both wrote personalized notes and we both did a little video that was just a bonus what we were happy to do um, and they got shipped together and he paid you know each one of us he paid her her price me my price which normally were around about the same price anyway and then he just paid for the packet the postage and yeah that was something totally different what I don't think a lot of people really offer because you know not a lot of experienced models kind of know each other in real life and um, but yeah that was such a fun experience that sounds really fun. That sounds really, really mm-hmm. fun. I wish I had some of my foot model friends closer. We could do fun <laughs> things like that together. Um, so uh, tell me about shipping and how you, because shipping to different places in the world is going to cost different amounts of money. So how do you, do you say it's this much plus shipping or is oh, shipping included in your price or how do you calculate that? Right. Can I just tell you this? What I actually so messed up on, this is like, I guess schoolboy error like do not do this I the last order I did right I sold so many socks I would have thought I would have knew this but there was a sock going to maybe Texas or something I have no idea I can't remember now um Vermont or something I don't know anyway it was it was obviously gonna have to be shipped over and I did the order and I think it was around two weeks we did and basically, um, I did them, and I said I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna go ship it on this date. So I took it to the post office, and I said it's going to blah blah blah. Just do me the best tracking, best thing you you can do. Sign for whatever. And I did it all, and it turned out the pricing was ten pounds. Ten pounds. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my heart sunk, and I was like, what? And anyway. I just paid the £10. So, yeah, definitely, I don't know the prices of things. Just do, like, I guess it's, like, first class uh, tracking or something. I need to find out what I need to ask for because I've shipped so many times, but I've just asked for tracking. And I don't know why. I just It was airmail, I think, and it was going to get there within three to four business days. So that's incredible, and it did. But, um, yeah, crazy. I'd definitely make sure you know what you're getting before you pay for it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and maybe you could offer, you know, talk to your post office and then offer the customer different shipping options. Like for Mm -hmm. an additional 10 pounds, you can get it in three to four days. Otherwise, it's going to take longer and it'll be this much. I mean, I don't know, but I feel like for you to absorb the cost of shipping, um, Mm -hmm. you either have to calculate it into your price accurately or you're going to lose a lot of money. Exactly. Yeah, I mean... For me now, I'm going to go to the post office and go find out exactly. It all goes through a letterbox. It's all, um, you know, I flat them uh, flat. And the packaging's like a, a brown envelope with like kind of bubble wrap inside. So it fits through the door. Um, so for me, like, I just need to go and find out what exactly the price is. I just normally offer like, you know, it's £50 then plus postage. What I do like £5, so it's like £55. And normally it just covers that. But with this guy in particular, why I didn't really mind paying it as much is the kind of story to this guy is he actually bought socks we did all the process he sent me payment 
and I actually had like three sock orders already it was like I always find that I get sock orders all together so I was like backed up with sock orders and I was like at the end of it so I was like I'm gonna start your socks next week and I always kind of give a rough guide like I'm gonna start them then I'm gonna finish them then and I'm gonna ship them then and it was like the next the day before I was gonna start the order and he actually messaged me and said I'm really sorry like there's something wrong with the um post office the mail sorting office or something and I'm gonna have to cancel it and I was like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do with this, like, refund thing. Do I give a refund? I don't really know. And before I even said anything, the guy said, keep the money as a tribute. And I'm like, what? Um, so, yeah, I ended up keeping the money. He, he just said, just keep the money as a tribute. Um, I'm not bothered for the money. Thank you very much. I really appreciate your fee. And I'm happy to give you the money. Um, and I was like, oh, well, if, you know, if you ever want to come back and order, reorder socks, you can do that's absolutely fine um and yeah that was kind of it wow wow yeah I feel like um it's like there are certain people there are certain customers that are just such a pleasure to work with and they're so Mm -hmm. um patient and accommodating and Mm -hmm. generous I've I've quoted people prices for custom orders and then like you know, they send me an extra 50 bucks or something like in addition to the the price. And I'm like, wow, okay, thanks. Like, and that's before they've even seen the video before I've even filmed it, you know, they're already like sending me extra and it's like, that is so nice. Um, it it really makes me, you know, put, put more like, Oh, how can I, how can I give them a little bit more? (laughs) I guess it's kind of like it's such a nice feeling and this guy who he sent me 50 pound or I think it was 55 pound for the postage and then he cancelled it you know the day before he gives so much time notice and he said like keep the money as a tribute I'm like if you want to come back and reorder that's fine and he ended up um coming back to reorder maybe like three months later which were you know a couple week ago and he said like I want to resend you the money like I'm like you know you can have the socks you paid for it and he's like nope and he sent me PayPal um 55 pound over again so I basically got double so that's why when I did pay for that you know extra which you know was totally intentional um and it was like 10 pound I was like well you know it's gonna go super quick within three to four business days and he technically tipped you know tribute to me and then he also paid for the socks so you know that's why it didn't really bother me as much but in general if I'm only paying 55 pound I definitely don't want to be paying like 10 11 pound for postage yeah yeah well because I feel like the thing that for socks you know, you've got the cost of your socks, which is like a baseline cost. And then you've got your cost of all your packaging materials, Mm -hmm. um, the time that you spend wearing them, um, and, and creating some content around it as well. Um, like for, I mean, I know some of it's promotional, but, and kind of self-serving in that sense, but like some of it is like private for your customer. Right. And then, um, Mm -hmm. you got to take your socks to the post office and mail them. And I mean, it's, it's a lot of time and a lot of, a lot of work and time and materials. So it's like figuring out how do you price that? I guess, you know, people, people should value their time. I guess I want to say that Yeah, (laughs) when you're pricing your socks. (laughs) Yeah. I guess like it also definitely depends on, like I said, if you, it goes into so many factors, like if you have smelly feet and you wear socks on a day-to-day basis, then literally that's so good 
because you don't have to do anything if your feet don't really smell unless you're doing activities like me unless I'm wearing if I'm wearing socks for like seven days then the socks are going to make my feet smell I guess and if I'm doing activities my feet will sweat so even though in general if I change my socks day to day my feet don't smell but you know if I try and make them smell the will so I think it definitely depends on you know if you wear socks and how busy you are you've kind of got to figure your price from that from how you actually I guess live and things like that right right I feel like um, if it's kind of like the flight attendants, right? Like if you're already wearing nylons to work for three or four days, and then at the end of your work trip, you can just put them in an envelope and mail mm-hmm. them off. Like, great. But if you have to deliberately go around wearing nylons that you wouldn't normally be wearing for three or four days, that's like a whole different story, which yeah, also I want to really talk about. It. Yeah. I want to talk about, um, cause with nylons, you know, mm-hmm. I wonder if it's, Part of it's the foot smell, but if some of it is the crotch smell. Yes. And I know some awesome. people sell underwear. Yeah, some people sell underwear. And also, I've, I know of a girl who is a flight attendant. Maybe it's the same girl. I don't really know her too much, but I have followed her on Instagram. Um, and she offers, like, if you want her to wear no underwear under her nylons then um it's more apparently because in general she will wear underwear and nylons or vice versa um but if you want her to wear no underwear then uh, she charges extra and she also does like a nylon and underwear package too I'm not really too sure with her prices and things um but it's definitely something I'm interested in kind of knowing about I think for me like because I don't wear them I would obviously charge more but I think if you wear them on a day-to-day basis then you know you can charge whatever you want and it's not really much of an issue yeah yeah I've I've heard um that like selling you know worn worn underwear is is a thing Um, yeah and I think there's even websites where people sell worn garments I know that like on eBay or mm-hmm. websites like that it's not permitted to that. sell anything that's unlaundered it has to be like sterilized and clean yeah. but if you I did try that you did, did try what, and, yeah, what happened I did try I did try and sell on eBay I did it a couple times um one time I put it off and I was a I was I guess I was quite specific on what you were getting I, I used the words you use socks I didn't really I don't know I didn't really know I, I guess it was I knew that you weren't allowed to do it but I didn't really know the severity of it um it got taken down so I was like hmm you know this time I'm gonna try it again my account the the, the actual posts were taking it down on eBay so I tried it again because I, I could see girls were selling and, and men too were selling socks like they just worded it different and were very particular which you know is wrong because I guess you know that's the policy I shouldn't really have done it but I did it and um I did auction and I was very specific with what I said and I got one bid on there for like $15 um £15 plus postage and there was like four days left and it came to like the second two days left and it got removed and my account were deleted too so yeah just be careful I probably wouldn't suggest doing it because you've got to be so careful yeah and you know there's I think there's reasons that Mm -hmm. websites have their rules um you know, I know that there's a lot of websites that are not sex worker friendly and that's, that Mm -hmm. sucks. 
but like with Instagram, you know, but I think, but at the same time, there are kids on that website and Mm -hmm. they're like, this kind of content is not appropriate for children or like YouTube, you know, like everything on my YouTube channel is restricted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I cannot monetize my YouTube. I can't have any advertisers on it. That sucks, you know? Like, other content creators get to make money on their YouTube channels. I do not. Um, Even though, like, I put in all the same hard work just that my because of the nature of my content. And at the same... So I I have mixed feelings. I feel like, yes, on the one hand, it shouldn't be accessible by kids. I would feel really uncomfortable if kids were watching my content. But... On the other hand, I feel like, well, why can't it be monetized? You know, there are adult products and adult companies. Um, I don't know. I guess I don't know. it's kind of hard because I find that your content, if you have a fetish for the stuff you create, it's obviously very sexual. But I find in general, if you don't have a foot fetish, all you're really doing is kind of, in general, obviously it's a lot more work what goes into it, but you're kind of just like pumping and cranking the pedal and stuff. So you kind of find it hard to, you know, for like children and for YouTube to kind of see it as like such a sexual thing. But I think it comes part and parcel with the comments and things you get. It's obviously very sexual. That's a good point. The comments can be kind of uh, skewed in that direction, <laughs> um, definitely. And you're right. The the kind of content I do is not overtly sexual. Yes. It's, yes. Um, in fact, I had my mom um, help me film a custom the other day. And yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I'm not, it's not weird. doing yeah. sexual things in front of my mom, but mm-hmm. it's sexual in the mind of the viewer. Yeah. And and it's intended, I create it with the intent, like the intent to arouse sexually. You yes, know, it's definitely. not, it's not innocent. It's not like, oh, I didn't realize you would be aroused mm-hmm. by that. Like I create yeah. it with the, with the specific intention of sexual arousal for, for the yeah. viewer. So I guess it's, it's kind of like if you're out in the street and you're dangling your heels to just intentionally dangling heels and someone's watching you to you actually creating a foot fetish video and, you know, intentionally trying to, you know, sexualize it. And, you know, that's totally different, you know, um, because one, you're not doing it on purpose. And the next, it's kind of like a foot fetish thing. I guess it's kind of yeah. like that. I mean, even if you're like doing it, on like doing it on purpose or not, or intending <laughs> it to be sexual or not. I mean, to me, the reality is it's like a gray zone. So like, it's not objectively sexual to walk, down the street and flip-flops and like make that clicking smacking sound but some (laughs) some people are going to be aroused by that so if I've like got my camera rolling and I'm walking down the street and Mm flip-flops um I'm waving to my neighbors you know I'm not doing anything (laughs) illegal or or inappropriate but it but I am creating a fetish content so it's kind of this weird like gray zone right like yeah to some to some some of my neighbors maybe they get turned on watching me create content (laughs) up and down my street I don't know but probably to most of them they're they're like there goes Mimi like with her selfie stick pointing at her feet like whatever she I actually had some guys do they know what you're doing can they like Um, see you and things like have you told anyone like because you do it in your in your garden right on your drive 
I'm guessing you've got like neighbors opposite. Like, can this be you like creating content? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> people like stop and watch. I had a, I got in a fight with my next door neighbor the other day over it. What? Why? Um, yeah, I'll tell you about that. But I, I had this, um, I was walking from, I live downtown and I was walking from this mm-hmm. bagel shop that I, I like to go to. Um, and I was filming myself just walking home through my neighborhood and there were some guys there like in a car and I heard, could hear them say, but unfortunately it didn't get picked up in the video. They were like, Hey, look, she's, she's, um, she's, she's modeling her shoes. She's filming her feet. And they were like commenting on it as I was walking by, but the, 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 my camera didn't pick up their voices, unfortunately. Oh, I thought that so would be cool. so funny to like yeah. have them commenting in the background on the fact that I'm like walking down the street with like people around doing oh foot fetish God. content. Yeah. So I was um, revving, I was doing some revving videos in my driveway and my neighbor came over and he was all pissed off and he demanded to oh know what God. I was doing. And I'm like, I'm filming myself revving in these, these high heel shoes. And he's like, well, my, my, my mother's 90 years old and she's trying to take a nap. It was like one o'clock in the af- in the afternoon, like oh my God. on like a Saturday or something. And I said, Hey, look, like you could just come over here and ask me nicely to like be quiet or do this later. Like I'm, you know, he, he came, he came Very aggressive. swinging. Yeah. yeah. He was like, he came oh he, and I've known this guy for like 17 years we've been neighbors I'm like when have I ever been an asshole neighbor like come on this like yeah uh, anyway so I was really annoyed but yeah I was like I'm this is my job I am making Mm -hmm. video I'm working right now and you're interrupting me (laughs) yeah so like how are you like weirded out by that or anything or are you just like whatever like um because I found when I do like garden content we've got a back we've got a side garden and the front and then we've got the back but the back our next door neighbor directly like their house can kind of look straight over into our back garden and I get so weirded out I wait until they're out or I can like see that they are maybe watching tv or something and then I'll go film but yeah I don't know it really weirds me out I think if they knew I were a foot model it wouldn't bother me as much, but I feel like they're just, if they're seeing me, they're going to be like, what the hell is she doing? Like, just taking pictures of her feet. <laughs> so, yeah, I was going to ask you, like, what kind of content are you creating? Because I, like, I would feel very uncomfortable if I were doing, like, like a JOI or foot job, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. like with a dildo or something, like in my driveway that, and people were watching, I'd be like, oh, this is really uncomfortable for everybody. Um, but because I'm doing things that are, Mm-hmm. not overtly sexual like walking down the street in flip-flops or revving mm-hmm. my car or dangling like I'll go yes. sit outside and dangle um I'll like read a book and mm-hmm. set up my camera and just dangle people like the I've had the the mail delivery person um deliver my mail and like say hi to me during filming a <laughs> dangling video like I'm sitting on my outside my house in the patio like filming and he's like hello and I've got my tripod set up and the cameras on it and everything and so so yeah like I feel like with that kind of stuff no I don't feel awkward or weird at all but mm-hmm. um I do feel I would feel weird if I were doing something that involved like yes dildos or mm-hmm. dirty talk or something. Yeah, I do not do that outside. I will do that in my home. <laughs> but I Okay. Yeah. Um 
I, I feel like just because of that, I definitely do what you've said, you know, like dangling, flip-flops, you know, maybe like smacking my flip-flops on my heels, um, kind of wiggling toes. And some of my best photos I did outside on the decking and they were kind of like my new photos I did. And I was kind of just in leggings and I had my feet, like my arches showing. And I'd done some like laying on my belly on the patio or on like the decking outside, um, you know, with my soul showing and the sun shining. And sadly, because the weather's so bad, I haven't been able to do it. Um, so I'm kind of waiting until summer comes and I can do some more content. I haven't done any since like the past like five months or something. Um, but yeah, I definitely wouldn't do any JOIs or day talking outside, like hell to the nut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like I would feel really uncomfortable. Although one of the kinds of um, like genres of mm-hmm. pedal pumping videos that I do is like drive over crush where I drive over objects with my car and crush them. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I've driven over things like guitars and like oh, wow. pretty large objects and mm-hmm. um I've had people that were like just out you know walking their dog or whatever stop and watch um as oh I'm God. you know as I'm destroying something and um I just think it's hilarious because I've also got somebody there with me filming yeah um, you know so it's like I'm driving over this object and somebody's <laughs> filming me do it and then the neighbors are gathering around because it's loud. Like sometimes yeah. these objects are like crunching and cracking and mm-hmm. breaking apart and like shattering all over the driveway. And I'm like yeah. driving over it back and forth, back and forth, like until it's just absolute smithereens. Sometimes I'll get out of the car and like, you know, give it a couple more like stomps and kicks to just finish it off. Um, and so so sometimes the neighbors start to gather around um, and I find it really amusing, actually. Yeah, I, I probably really, would. really amusing. <laughs> yeah, I think if I were doing that type of stuff and my neighbours were watching me, I'd just be like, you know, whatever. Um, I think if I'm just sat there, like, on my belly, like, wiggling my soles at the camera, they'd be like, what? Um, but, yeah, I mean, if I was your neighbour, I'd be the one, like, watching out and just finding it so fascinating, just, like, watching you crush things. Like, I'd love that. Um yeah it's such it's so interesting I wonder what your neighbors think like if they I I think you can definitely tell what you're doing like if you're watching someone especially if someone's filming and you're wearing like heels and you're in a car and you're kind of crushing things I guess it's pretty obvious on what you're doing yeah I mean I've got like somebody filming so they know that like I'm creating some kind of a video maybe they think it's like some kind of weird like art project or something you know (laughs) some kind of like indie thing that like I'm a filmmaker I don't know um but I I really don't I really I I don't know I'm pretty open about about it um yesterday I had my first experience of telling somebody that I'm a foot model and that they kind of like gave me the side eye and kind of like I could oh, tell really? that they were like yeah it was my cousin I could tell she was really uncomfortable oh, and that wow. was my first experience of like telling somebody that I do like kink and fetish content mm-hmm. and had like a reaction of like oh that's weird like I I don't want to know about that like ew um, wow you yeah know, normally like, like people are like oh that's so interesting that's Mm -hmm. so fascinating like like they want to know more and and so I but I'm like you know everybody has different yeah um 
it could be my relationship to her. I'm kind of like an older, I'm, we kind of have like an older, I'm an older sister kind of relationship. So maybe she's like, yeah. ooh, I don't want to know about that part of your life. Like TMI, maybe that was yeah. the reaction. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I, um, I, I don't know how I'd really feel about that. Like every time I'm pretty open, like, you know, my mom, my dad, uh, my sister, m- my grandma knows, you know, my boyfriend knows, my boyfriend's dad, like everyone knows. Um, and even some friends know. And yeah, even my partners, you know, my partner was at work. And he was showing his his colleague my profile, my only my my not my OnlyFans profile, but my um my foot profile. I was absolutely mortified. Like you can tell them, but don't be showing my profile, you know. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was mortified. <laughs> he was like, yeah, this is what she does, and I was like, what? Um, but yeah, I feel like if if someone were like, oh, that's really weird. Majority of the time, everyone's response has been like oh yeah that's so cool like oh my god tell me how to do it you know majority of the you know the girls or the females I've told um they've been like so down to do it and my partner's auntie tried it um you know and her friend tried it and we actually did some kind of content together for OnlyFans um and you know they did it for a couple months they didn't really find it was for them but they tried it and it was so fun um whilst it lasted they were doing it for around about five months yeah, I I love it. I mean, I love creating foot fetish content. It's it. This is my jam. You know, I wish I could get to a point with it where I could retire my other business and and just do this full time. Um, oh, I wish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, I don't feel like the That would be the dream. I, I hope. I hope. I hope that one day I can, but I don't know. For me, I really related to the podcast you did about the burnout. I feel like that's kind of where mm. I've been going through right now. Um, so for me, I really don't know if I'd be able to do this, um, like a full time thing, and like really depend on it. Um, but yeah, I feel like it'd be such a good thing, especially for you, because you really enjoy creating the content you do, and it's such like a niche thing, isn't it? It is. And I, and I absolutely love it. Like, it's just, I, I, it's so much fun and um, mm-hmm. it really fits my lifestyle. I mean, there's just so many, it takes all my boxes, like all the things that, that are important to me. It really um, is, is really the ideal career um, mm-hmm. f- forward, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I, I do experience model foot model burnout too. I'm, I'm yes. kind of in an okay place right now, but I think I'm kind of just emerging from some burnout. Um, it's, it's tough. Like this job is really, I think the hardest part is dealing with the emotions. Yeah. And time wasters. And especially if you depended on it, I find it'd be so much stressful if you actually depend on this um you know if maybe even if you didn't intentionally depend on it you know maybe you lost your job due to covid and this is the only thing you could really do right now um that would be so stressful for me I don't feel like I'd be able to do it and I think having like kind of little breaks and things is why I've been able to do it for so long you know I've literally nearly been doing this I think a year like I've been doing this around maybe 10 months now um which is so crazy it's such a long time I feel like having them little breaks has kind of helped a little bit yeah yeah congratulations that's amazing I feel like if you make it that far then you're like you know you're a true foot model because a lot of people come and they kind of 
you know, dip a toe in the water, so yeah. to speak. And then they're like, oh, this is hard. And these guys mm-hmm. can be really cruel. Like, you know, there's some really wonderful people in the community, but there's some real assholes too. And you, you get some of both. Yeah. And, and sometimes it's just too much for people. And they're like, and I'm not really making money. This is not just mm-hmm. like posting pictures in my feed and like my bank accounts getting flooded with money. You know, yeah, it's, it's think- hard work. It is, and like like you said, you know, patience is key, and uh, it's definitely not what you expected. For me, my first like week and a half, I made like one hundred and seventy pound, which is incredible, and it was from one guy. And then after that, I didn't have anyone for maybe like two months, maybe not two months, but maybe like six weeks or something. And if it wasn't for that guy, I really don't know if I'd be doing this because I probably would have given up. And I was so lucky to get him. Like, literally, probably £170 with this guy within maybe, like, an hour of, like, sending him uh, feet content and stuff. Um, It was, like, a chat thing um, where I was kind of, like, talking to him and sending him some content, um, just pictures. It was just just sending pictures and maybe a little 20-second snippet of my feet wiggling. And literally, I made that. And some people don't make that some people don't make any money for like two months and stuff so I think it's a lot harder than what people think and actually just to mention um there was actually a TikTok what came on my for you page I don't know if you do TikTok or anything but it's actually a foot model who said I I can um tell you how to become a foot model because apparently it were requested and she said the most weirdest tips ever like it wouldn't even work and yeah it was crazy Really? I'm so curious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one of the tips she said was um, make an account, a feet account, don't really post anything and go on to type in a hashtag, a feet hashtag, find an established girl's account and see if anyone's commented on her photos. Hey, I want to buy feet pictures and message them all, message all her comments, all the footboys who are commenting on a girl's picture, like replying, message them saying, hey, I'm selling feet pictures. That is the worst way. One, that's classed as poaching. And two, you'll get spammed. And there was so there was literally like 100k likes on the video, on this TikTok video. And I couldn't believe it. And I commented on there just saying, girls, like, it's a lot harder than what you think. Um, definitely do some more research. And actually, a girl who I know on here, she's called Sweet Feet, commented the same thing on there. Um, but yeah, it was like a viral video, what we're going around just saying, like spreading the most worst advice ever. <laughs> yeah, my, I have this like facial expression of like, Ew. like, no, no, don't do that. First of all, you're going to like, just turn everybody off in the community. I do think that there is a um, there is a a certain like demographic of customer that is always looking for the that like new girl the yeah. new model right and so as a new model um, there's a lot of predatory behavior that you have to yeah. be careful of and mm-hmm. and guys that know you're new and like to exploit new models yeah. Um, come around and you just don't know any better. So, and then 
And then once you've kind of been all used up, then they move on to the next one, right? So I don't know. I guess just we should do a podcast about that. About yeah. Like, and I mean, that. we've talked a lot about like new, you know, new model tips yeah. and advice and stuff, mm-hmm. but there is kind of like, I think a, it, it's not everybody, but there is like this demographic of guys that kind of look for new, new girls, new models, new accounts. It's like their yeah. thing. And they want to take advantage. They are hoping, not everyone, obviously, but I find that a percentage of them are hoping that these models are experienced enough. Maybe they are experienced enough so they can get off in the DMs. They can kind of push boundaries. I think you said in the last podcast that when you kind of started, you wasn't really intentionally trying to do what you were doing now. And someone said, send me if um, they sent you a picture and then they expected you to send a picture back is that right oh yeah yeah Yeah, so I kind of find that because when you knew and it happened with me I didn't even know my boundaries like I I didn't have an I didn't have enough experience to kind of even know my boundaries I had the obvious boundaries you know no nudes and you know that stuff but boundaries to a certain extent I didn't really have strict you know very even soft boundaries and um yeah, I find they hope that they can push boundaries or they can get free pictures. They can, you know, just kind of um, get, maybe you haven't sorted your pricing out. It took me, like I said, when I earned that £170, like I didn't even, he was just sending me money. Like, I don't really know what I was doing. It was like my first week. I was just like, what the hell? I probably sent him like loads of pictures of my feet and little videos. But I mean, it was whatever. Um, And then after that, I kind of, you know, over time, I figured out my prices and stuff. Um, I think I just got lucky with him. But, yeah, I find that they definitely want to take advantage and kind of push you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of just down to inexperience, isn't it, really? That's not everyone, but a lot of them, a percentage, do want to take advantage. Yeah, and and there's not everybody's like that. But there is, I think, like Mm -hmm. a segment of the community of guys. Or it's like they just want... Um, I feel like there are also community members who um, have a very specific fetish. Yeah. And they kind of like to have a collection of content, basically the same content by every single model. And so once they've got, you know, they're always looking for a new model to do their content. Like, will you do this yeah. video or do this photo set mm-hmm. for me? Um, Oh, I've, so got, I've got a crazy little story what me and Desi had the same guy message us. The same message, everything. And it was, I, I don't normally say custom requests are kind of weird, you know. It's whatever, it's your fantasy, it's what your idea is. But in my opinion, this was like kind of totally out of my zone. For me, because I don't show my face. Mm-hmm. Um, but even just in general, I, I don't. I don't really find a lot of models would do it. Maybe they would, but um, he messaged me and Desi separately, but at like the same time, the same is just copied and pasted. And he wanted me and, and Desi to lay there, tie our feet and his hands and have a ha- apple in our hand with a plate and a knife and a knife and fork in front of us. Kind of like we were, you know, like a, um, it's like a pig, like a hog mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like we was we was we was the pig kind of we had the apple in our mouth and we was about to get eaten. 
Oh my and gosh. I was like, what? Like for me, I obviously said no because I don't do um I don't do face content and kind of like that type of thing. Um but yeah, it kind of freaked me out because I mean there is a sense of like, is it kind of cannibalism? Like and then also him messaging me and Desi, how many other models has he messaged? Is it kind of a collection? of things and I think Desi ended up saying no too and when I said oh sorry I'm not really into that um with the face stuff he said well I've got another proposition for you can you do your souls together on a plate with knife and fork with seasoning and oil on your feet and I don't know like maybe it's totally innocent but for me it really freaked me out and like no fetish shame or anything like totally fine but yeah I don't know I I find for me that was a boundary what I didn't want to cross and maybe at the start when I started talking about not really knowing your boundaries you know when he said oh well I've got another proposition would you do that maybe I would have been like yeah whatever for like a certain amount of money like yeah but I don't know I think when you got a weirdy vibe about it and yeah I don't know what would would you do that how would what do you think about that ah Well, I'm like you, I don't, I don't show my face in my content because I do have another online business and we're in a very professional capacity. So I can't really mix these worlds together. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I probably wouldn't just because it's not really the genre that I, Mm -hmm. that I enjoy. Like I like doing kind of a, you know, I kind of have like a set um, things that I like to do. It's kind of like yeah, the farting stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just not really my thing. Like, yeah, I, I don't, or, um, like, like foot job stuff. Like I, it's not mm-hmm. my thing. I don't, I, I don't know. So like doing like oil and, you know, another thing that's not really my thing, mm-hmm. I'm trying to make it more my thing is photography. Um, you know, I've had Matt come on and he really inspires me so, so, so much, um, Mm -hmm. to, to get more into photography. Um, I have been playing around and trying to take more pictures, but if it's like a photo set thing, I don't know, that would be, um, that's like me. I'm totally different. I don't really do, um, photo sets it's more like customs and I find I'm very strict with my customs like if you come to me kind of demanding no like if you if it's something kind of what I'm not really comfortable with no even if it's like something what I don't think I can complete to like the best of the lady like no and I, I kind of have a list of things I can do and if it kind of goes in with that maybe I would but if it's something totally out of my I feel like lately I've kind of, because I have been kind of feeling the burnout, I've kind of like restricted and I'm very like particular with the customs I'm doing right now. Um, so yeah, if someone came to me and it was something totally out of my comfort zone, even if it was something that I felt like maybe I could do, I probably would say no right now. You know, I've, I actually, I feel that so much because when I'm feeling mm-hmm. like a lot of burnout, that's one of the things that like I do is I, I pretty much stopped doing customs. Yeah. Um, it's like, oh, I'm feeling like I'm, you know, feeling really burnt out and I need to like throttle back on something. And that mm-hmm. thing is customs because um, I feel a commitment to my OnlyFans subscribers um, yeah. to like keep the content coming for them because, you know, we have this kind of 
um, it's a two way street, right? Like they're loyal yeah. subscribers and I will consistently supply them with, you know, a steady stream of content, but the customs. Yeah. That's, I, I, I sometimes throttle back on that a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't think I would, um, probably do that custom, but I know somebody who would, and I would, and I get a lot of requests for customs that I don't want to do. And I try my best to field them to other models and, and yes. connect people with models that I think would be a good fit for what they're looking for. Um, like I don't do any, um, like insect crush stuff. Yes, I had a guy no, I recently, um, speaking of this, I had a guy recently um, subscribe to my OnlyFans and then block me because he no. messaged me and wanted gi a giant test custom. I've never done giant tests anywhere. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like, giant test custom. Okay. Um, so I but wanted that's to. That's it. <laughs> that custom's for that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to consult with some other models that, you know, about like mm -hmm. how to do this and pricing yeah. and kind of get more information to, to determine if it's something I want to try. Cause sometimes mm -hmm. I do want to get out of my comfort zone yeah, and try too, new yeah. content and like, okay, like I've never thought about doing that before, but here's an opportunity to try something new. I'm not totally close to that. Yeah. Um, I think if you're like honest, and you're like, to be honest, like when I had, remember when I had that guy who messaged me for more like pedal, it, was, it wasn't actually pedal pumping, it turned out it was more just driving. He wanted a video of me, my feet driving, like, you know, with the pedals and changing gear and stuff. And I kind of asked you for like some advice and stuff. It's like, I was honest. I was like, look, I do, I don't do that type of content. Like that's not for me. Um, I can try my best and it'll be what I can do. And he was totally down. And I said, you know, if you're wanting someone more experienced, like Mimi's the person to go to. And I, I gave him your Instagram. Um, and it turns out he kind of just wanted a casual, like just there, not even different angles. He just wanted someone or me or someone to hold it, looking at my feet and me just drive. Like it was it was nothing crazy. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with that. It wasn't something I'd normally do. But, you know, I'm down to, in a certain extent, if it's something I'm kind of comfortable with, definitely, you know, experimenting and trying new things. Sure, sure. And so I was, you know, I told him that I'd think about it and I'd try to figure out the price and I'd get back to mm -hmm. him. And and then he got really angry and blocked me. And But before he blocked me, he sent me a message yeah. saying that, you know, he was so disappointed that he couldn't get giant test content and this and that. And I'm thinking, where, wow. where did you ever get the idea that I was going to, you were going to get giant test content on my OnlyFans? Cause I don't advertise it. I've never mm -hmm. done a, even like a little teaser clip or anything. Like I've never done yeah. giant test content. And then the other thing was, I was like, you didn't really give me a lot of time to like, you know, investigate this and get back to you because I do have another full-time business and I do have a life and I do have, you know, a lot of, a lot of things going on in my life that, yeah. um, you know, it's sometimes the turnaround time that, that people expect is not re realistic or it doesn't quite fit with, with my reality. Like their expectations and my reality don't always match up, but it's kind yeah. of a sense of like entitlement like didn't even let you kind of have your time to reply it's kind of like you need to reply to me straight away and you know him subscribing and being like I expected kind of thing is like a I guess a, a sense of entitlement 
Sure. I feel like I get that a lot in the, the yeah, pumping do. community for sure. Yeah. Well, you know what, Abby, we should probably wrap up because yeah. um, we've been at this for quite a good, a good amount of time. I think we've covered <laughs> socks pretty thoroughly, pretty in, in depth. Is there yeah. anything else you'd like to add about socks? Anything we missed um, before um, we wrap? I feel like we've covered everything. And obviously, like I said, I'm um, totally open if anyone wants to message me and ask me any questions totally happy just message me on my instagram at miss.piggytoes um and yeah i feel like we have covered everything we've kind of covered about packaging and prices and the pressure of it so yeah i feel like we've covered everything fantastic thank you so much for coming on the podcast yet again abby Bye. it's always such a pleasure to talk i enjoy our chat so much um, and I, I hope to have you back again down the road whenever you, yeah. you know, whenever you're available. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I'd love to do maybe, like you said, talking about um, what we said earlier and also maybe an OnlyFans one, kind of like tips um, and advice about OnlyFans. That'd be a super fun one to do. Yeah, um, well, yeah, let's set I'm it up. Forward. I'm definitely looking forward to coming back. And yeah, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, anytime. <laughs> Thanks, Abby.